Welcome to the Locked On Islanders Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. Alright everybody, welcome to the midweek edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here in late December as we talk all things Islanders hockey and a lot to discuss on today's show. We'll show an example of the Islanders actually getting a little respect when it comes to the uh, national media, a rare occasion, but I definitely do want to share it. Uh, We'll have the latest activities of the Islanders uh, as they head into the Christmas holiday, we've got uh, more news about the NHL, a revision to the rules that I think you'll find rather interesting, plus the COVID protocols coming out, and we've got a very special Islanders uh, fans Christmas wish list coming out a little bit later on in today's show, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, and it's a member of all four Stanley Cup championship teams. For the New York Islanders. Let's uh, first of all say if there's something Islanders related that's on your mind, a question, a comment, uh, a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the air, please feel free to email the show at lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And uh, if you leave your name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the air when we talk about whatever it is that you suggest. You could also follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Isles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars N Y R V S N Y I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the very latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. So definitely make sure you do that. And please, by the way, if you're enjoying the show, uh, subscribe, and that way the show will be in the, your inbox on your podcatcher of choice. Uh, as you know, as soon as a new show drops, let's start out with uh, a couple of interesting items here. First of all, the Islanders dropping off holiday gifts for first responders. They did that over on Monday at Northwell Health LIJ, and it was really a nice moment giving away some jerseys, number one jerseys that say Hero, where the nameplate is on the back and boxes of cookies and gifts and all kinds of things. And uh, really 1,500 gifts uh, dropped off across six hospitals over the course of Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week. Co-owner John Ledecky quoted as saying, We are trying to recognize the unbelievable frontline workers. They are the true heroes of our community, and providing them with a hero uniform is the least we can do. Northwell has over 100,000 COVID patients they've treated successfully, and the incredible support of the nursing staff here 
treating our loved ones throughout this pandemic, that's heroism. And uh, just a, an absolutely uh, great gesture and a great act right there, uh, class act by the Islanders, and, and very pleased to see them getting involved with that. It is, uh, as far as I'm concerned, always vital for a team, an organization, to give back to the community, and the Islanders have always been out front in doing things like that, visiting schools, visiting kids in the hospital, and now, uh, you know, getting gifts for the frontline workers who really have been now for, you know, nine months, ten months uh, in the trenches, so to speak, of this pandemic. And so uh, kudos to the New York Islanders organization for that gesture. Meanwhile, the National Hockey League has released its health and safety protocols for the upcoming season. Here are some of the key uh, aspects of it. First of all, the league will make public the names of players who test positive during the season for COVID-19. So, you know, the NFL announces, for example, when someone goes on the COVID list, but doesn't always specify whether the player has COVID or was a close contact. Here in the NHL, positive tests will be announced. All coaches must wear face coverings on the bench during games. I think that's wise. Uh, will look kind of strange, but look, you know, I think it's a, it's a safety thing and it's a benefit. Following a positive test, players must self-isolate based on local health regulations and need to be cleared by a team physician and cardiologist before returning to play. Teammates identified as close contacts will not be required to quarantine as long as they test negative and remain asymptomatic. That, to me, is the one I have issues with. Because we know, we all know, that you can be asymptomatic and still spread this disease. And that is something that could open the door for numerous players to get positive tests of COVID-19. Because, you know, if the quarantine period is, you know, 3 to 14 days, uh, you could test negative, still have the disease in your body, and then spread it to other people before you get that positive test. So uh, I disagree with this one, but that is what the rule is. And then finally, players will stay alone in hotel rooms on the road and are not allowed to dine at restaurants, go shopping, or use transportation that is not provided by the team. So those are some of the uh, COVID protocols being laid out right now by the National Hockey League, and hopefully, you know, these are the kinds of things that will help the National Hockey League keep everything uh, safe for the players, and eventually, hopefully, for fans. As far as the Matt Barzal situation is concerned, no major new news. Uh, we're still looking at a situation where it seems to be uh, amicable negotiations between both sides, between Barzi's agent and the Islanders front office and you just get the feeling that sometime before training camps are set to open on January 3rd or very very shortly thereafter Matthew Barzal will once again be under contract with the New York Islanders all right we've got a lot more to get to a rules change or a tweak to a rule that's been controversial in the NHL 
plus our Islanders' birthday of the day. Again, a member of all four Stanley Cup winning teams. And our Christmas gift list for Islanders fans this year. Lots more to talk about on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, if you're like me, you've been there. At a certain point every day, we hit our wall. Now, whether it's a mental wall or a physical wall, we have to find a way to overcome it. And the best way to do that is with Built Go, the energy gel from the makers of the best-tasting protein bar ever, Built Bar. It comes in easy-to-take, one-and-a-half-ounce packages, and it's the best workout gel on the market. It's just like five-hour energy without that crash, plus it's natural, so it's better for your body. comes in three delicious flavors, peanut butter honey, chocolate coconut, and chocolate mint, and it's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein, and collagen protein supports joints, soft tissue, hair, and skin health, which means this stuff literally makes you look better. It's also fast-absorbing and easy on the stomach, and it's got lots of great stuff to ignite my work. Beta-alanine, vitamin B3, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, honey, and just a kick of caffeine. Visit BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. That's the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. All right, so the NHL has made a tweak to the offside rule. And look, let's face it, this rule has been a difficulty for officials and replay officials with coaches' challenges and goals having been overturned as a result. So I, for one, am happy to see that actually change. And to me, uh, this is just a good thing, and hopefully it'll add some clarifications to the way the league does things. So here is the uh, overall change Uh by the league right now for the offsides rule. A player's skate will not need to be in contact with the blue line in order to be onside. So here's the the NHLPA's quote, a player is onside when either of his skates are in contact with the blue line or on his own side of the line at the instant the puck completely crosses the leading edge of the blue line. If a player's skate is yet to break the plane prior to the puck crossing the leading edge, he is deemed to be onside for the purpose of the offside rule. So hopefully that will make these calls clearer and a little bit less contentious. And as far as I'm concerned, that is a positive thing. All right, time for our Islanders birthday of the day. And yesterday was the 66th birthday of Islanders defenseman Stefan Pearson, originally drafted by the Islanders back in the 1974 draft, 214th overall, a 14th round pick who ended up becoming a heck of an Islander, joined the Islanders after playing in Sweden uh, for the 77-78 season, enjoyed his best year statistically in 1978-79 10 goals, 66 points, had another 60-plus point season in 80-81, and played on all four Islanders' Stanley Cup winning teams. 
622 career NHL games, 52 goals, 369 points, and then another 102 NHL playoff games, 7 goals, 57 points. Very, very productive in the playoffs. And especially in that first uh, Stanley Cup run, 5 goals, 15 points in 21 games. And you got to remember something. You know, Stefan Pearson very often overlooked. Uh, obviously, Dennis Potvan was the number one offensive weapon and the number one minutes guy on the blue line. But a guy like Stefan Pearson, he was smart with the puck, a very good passer, technically sound in his own end. And, you know, one of those guys that if he doesn't play for your team, you probably don't even realize he's there. And then you look at the box score at the end of the day. And, you know, yeah, he had he had two assists, was a plus three, and played a very strong finesse game. So, uh, you know, Stefan Pearson overlooked and not rightfully so. If you're old enough to remember those Islanders teams, you know how important Stefan Pearson was. And if you don't remember those teams, if you ever get a chance to go back and look at some of those Stanley Cup games uh, that the Islanders played in back in the day, Check out the contributions of Stefan Pearson because he was spectacular, uh, steady, smart, and just uh, one of those guys that you don't win championships without a role player, so to speak, like Stefan Pearson. So, all right, let's take a look at one of the best offensive games in his career. We go back to January 24th, 1981 at the Nassau Coliseum. The Islanders with Chico Resch in goal going up against the Quebec Nordique and Ron Graham. Nordique in the powder blue uniforms for this one. And Quebec got on the board first. A power play goal by Jacques Richard, his 29th of the year. Anton and Peter Stastny with the assists at 8-17. Dave Langevin was in the box for holding at the time. Islanders tie it uh, three minutes and one second later. With Moose DuPont in the penalty box, Clark Gillies gets his 22nd from Stefan Pearson, 1-1 after one period. Jacques Richard gets his second of the game midway through the second period, his 30th of the year. Dave Pichette and Dale Hoganson with the helpers, and the Islanders trail 2-1. But the power play gets going. Anders Kaller with a pair of power play goals. The first from John Tonelli and Stefan Pearson at 12:48. The second one. Less than a minute later, his 28th of the year, John Tonelli and Butch Goring with the helpers. Islanders now lead 3-2, but the Nordique tie it. Michel Goulet is 22nd from Jacques Richard at 18-12. After 40 minutes, it's a 3-3 hockey game. The Nordique take the lead early in the third period, and this one kind of hurt. Clark Gillies off for hooking Anton Stastny. His 19th from Peter Stastny and Jacques Richard, and it's a 4-3 Quebec lead, but the Islanders took over after that. First, it's the power play. Anton Stastny off for hooking Steve Tambellini. His 14th from John Tonelli and Stefan Pearson at 10:09 tie hockey game. Then the Islanders' power play puts it away. Mike Bossy, his 49th from Stefan Pearson and Brian Trottier at 15:50 with Michel Goulet in the penalty box at the time. Islanders take the lead. Then Mike Bossy again, his 50th of the year at 18:31. This is the 50 and 50 games. Brian Trottier and John Tonelli with the helpers. And then 
1850. Brian Trottier, his 19th from Bossy and Stefan Pearson. Final score in this one, Islanders 7, Nordique 4. Everyone remembers the 50 and 50 for Mike Bossy, and rightfully so. But in this game, Stefan Pearson, 5 assists in this contest. John Tonelli had 4. Uh, Mike Bossy, 2 goals and an assist. Anders Kaller scored twice. Brian Trottier, a goal and 2 assists. And as far as... Uh, Pearson is concerned, he was a plus two, tying for the team lead with Brian Trottier, Mike Bossy. Shots on goal in this one, Bossy had six to lead the way for the Islanders, Trottier had five, Chico Resch 27 saves to earn the win, but while everyone remembers the Mike Bossy 50th goal, as usual, Stefan Pearson overshadowed a little bit, he had five assists. So happy birthday to four-time Islander Stanley Cup winner Stefan Pearson. He turned 66 on Tuesday. Just to let you know, we will have a show on Friday. I'll be recording it Thursday night. So uh, after you've opened your presents, if you're celebrating Christmas, we will certainly have some Islanders news and hopefully some good news coming up about uh, the contract situation with Matt Barzal. We've got a lot more to talk about on today's show. We'll show an instance of the Islanders actually getting some respect from the national media and our Islanders fans Christmas gift wish list coming up. Stay with us. Folks, are you ready for some football? College football heads into the bowl season and there are big matchups this weekend. The NFL regular season is finishing up with the playoff picture becoming clearer the NHL season just around the corner, NBA just got started, and there is only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. So, look, you were, if you are listening to this podcast, you love hockey, maybe you could turn that love of hockey into some cash. If you have a conviction about who's going to win a game or how who's going to make the playoffs, if you name it, they've got to bet on it here at betonline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book. All right, so the Islanders finally getting a little bit of love from some members of the national media. And, you know, we've talked a little bit about that, you know, this division, the East division this year is probably the toughest in the NHL. And yet EJ Raddick, uh, putting out a tweet on NHL tonight, ranking the, the eight teams in the division, his power rankings, and interesting, the Devils were 8th, Buffalo 7th, the Rangers 6th, in 5th, the Pittsburgh Penguins, in 4th, the Washington Capitals, you add the Boston Bruins in the 3 spot, the Flyers in the 2 spot, and guess who EJ Raddick had at the top of his power rankings, the New York Islanders. So nice to see the Islanders finally getting a little bit of respect from the national media, and look, I, I want to be fair, when the media shortchanges the Islanders, disrespects the Islanders, I certainly want to talk about it. But when they uh, show the Islanders a little love and a little respect, I want to talk about that too. So uh, EJ Raddick listing the Islanders as number one 
in his East Division power rankings. And thank you, EJ, for showing our team a little bit of respect. All right, let's uh, go to our Islanders fans Christmas gift wish list. And uh, just in time for the holidays. So let's talk about this. Number one, I have 10 things, first of all, uh, on this list. Number one, let's start with good health. Good health for the Islanders players, good health for all of the fans and all of all of us out there. It's been a very difficult year for everybody, and uh, hopefully 2021 will be better. And I just hope everyone stays healthy, avoids this horrible pandemic, and uh, just does well in the coming year. So that, to me, is first and foremost. And second, related to that, number two, want to have fans in the stands as soon as it's safe to possibly do that. The Islanders are playing their last season at the Nassau Coliseum, and for a lot of fans, they would love to go to a game or two or three and, you know, see that place off uh, and give it one more game at least at the Coliseum this year. So hopefully with the vaccine, maybe it won't happen until playoff time. Maybe it doesn't happen at all, but on my wish list for Islander fans, yeah, hopefully safely we can return to the stands at some point before this year is over, the season and playoffs are over. Obviously, uh, the third thing I have on this list, let's reignite some of these rivalries. The potential for the rivalry with the Rangers to reignite is great. You've got, you know, each team playing each other eight times. Teams are only playing games against their division rivals, which to me will make things even more intense. And quite honestly, this is just something I'm looking forward to. And the idea of the Rangers and Islanders meeting in the playoffs or the uh, Islanders and the Flyers or the Islanders and the Capitals, you know, teams that are rivals, and we saw some of those last year, that only adds to the intensity of the fan experience, and it would be great. And then you have the addition of the two young, talented Russian goalies in Shesterkin and Sorokin. I think that's going to add some juice to the rivalry over the course of the next few years. Uh, number four, the Islanders need a goal scorer. And we know this, they're going to have to add some scoring. It may not happen until the trade deadline. In fact, that's what I think will happen. But Islander fans certainly know they need a goal scorer and they need it sooner uh, rather than later. We'll see if it happens before the playoffs. Uh, we need a strong season from Ilya Sorokin. It doesn't have to be that he's an all-star right away. It may take some time for him to acclimate to the league, but we need to know by the end of this season, hopefully, that he is the real deal, and that would be on Islander fans' holiday gift wish list for sure. Uh, obviously, number six, the Islanders need to sign Matthew Barzal. That goes without saying. I think it'll happen, and I think it'll happen sooner uh, rather than later. I don't think the Islanders will start this season without Barzi being under contract, but obviously it's important and we'll keep you up to date as things happen right here on the podcast. Islanders, like almost every other team in the league, also would love some cap relief. Whether the cap can go up because of increased revenue or new TV deals or whatever, uh, this team needs a little room to maneuver 
and hopefully they will find a way to do that, obviously. Lou Lamorello will have his hands full trying to figure out how to get the Islanders some cap space, but if anyone can do it, uh, I'm pretty confident that it's Lou Lamorello. Uh, next on my list, I would like the UBS Arena to open on time. Obviously, that can't happen until the beginning of next season, but you know, the uh, NHL announced they want to get back to a normal schedule for next year, and hopefully they can do that, and well, if they do that, we are certainly looking at a big event for the franchise and something that we're all looking forward to. Uh, we also, on the Islanders fans holiday gift wish list, some of their young players developing and making progress, maturing as it were, whether it's Noah Dobson, Kiefer Bellows, Oliver Wallstrom, Simon Holmstrom, uh, just get some of these young guys to take that next step forward. That is one way that you get a better team without adding more of a cap burden. And finally on our list, a long playoff run again for the New York Islanders. We're still waiting on that fifth Stanley Cup championship and it would be great to get it. But again, another long playoff run to prove that last year was no fluke. Bring it on because the Islanders uh, are as good as anybody right now in this league. Uh, don't forget, by the way, guys, to listen to Locked On Bets, the newest Locked On Podcast Network show. Uh, it gives you some great advice on uh, betting on different games and different sports and gives you information on winners you can't get anyone else. So check out Locked On Bets on your podcatcher of choice. Have a great day, everybody. Stay safe. That's it for this episode of Locked On Islanders. We'll have a Christmas Day edition on Friday, but until then, wishing all those celebrating a very Merry Christmas, and be well, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.